The BBT Show. Hey, hey, it's the Brandon Beef and Tom Show. Three friends, two states, one podcast. Starring Brandon. I'm going to get rich or die broke trying. Beef. The date, which will live in infamy. That's the Gettysburg Address, right? And Tom. You paid $40 for that? All right. Welcome, everybody. This is the first episode of the Brandon Beef and Tom Show, also known as the BBT Show. Uh, We're excited to get things started here. First official episode. Wait a second. Is that a long-distance caller? I think that uh, that is. That's Beef all the way from freaking Hawaii. Yeah, here I am. How's everybody doing? Like you heard in the intro, there are three of us, but we are not all sitting in the same room. One of us is on the wonderful beach of Waikiki. Yeah, one of us is suffering it out in the miserable state of Hawaii, while the other two are living it up in paradise here in western central Indiana. That would be me and Brandon. A wonderful 100 degrees a day with like 110% humidity. <laughs> yeah, it's either 100 degrees and humid or it's uh, about zero degrees with a chance of Excuse sleep. Excuse me, guys, watch. Oh, crack this open for some energy. Brandon is ready to go here. We're ready to go. This is our, our first episode, our first official episode. This is not our first attempt at a podcast. This is, is actually it? our seventh episode. Yeah, we've had Eighth some. Eighth episode. <laughs> we've had some. Like that we, that, yeah. This is our third first episode. <laughs> our third first episode. <laughs> it's like 50 first dates. Uh, we've had some that we felt like weren't really worth putting out to the world. So if you think this is bad, <laughs> you, should hear, you should hear some of the stuff I've got locked away on my PC. So the basic background on this is about six months ago, oh no, more like eight now, somewhere around before Christmas, I told Thomas, I was like, hey, let's make a podcast. And we did, and it was horrible, and we killed it. And then we were like, all right, we're going to change things up, and we did it again, and we decided we could still do better. So here we are, tip number three. Yeah, we had some other ideas and <laughs> names. three strikes and you're out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had some other ideas and names. We don't need to go into all that. Basically, we've been trying this uh, for a while. Uh, but the thing is, we've continued to have fun, even when we knew it wasn't going to work, and we'd had to go back and try again. Uh, we've always enjoyed hanging out with each other. We've known each other, what, since we were about... Basically so, our whole lives. Yeah. Uh, we've had fun doing this. We hope you have fun listening to it. So, uh, the Brandon Beef and Tom Show, it's going to be about a different thing each week. The main topic for this week is fashion. We're going to talk about what is uh, maybe not appropriate, uh, but what's suitable for what guys in their What should a 30-year-old guy be wearing? What should he not be wearing? And uh, we're going to compare this uh, between ourselves. So Beef is a newlywed living in Hawaii. Beef, you like to dress like Tom Selleck, right? I noticed a lot of gold accessories when I saw the latest picture of you. Kind of Miami. Oh, fancy. yeah. Huh. Got to stand out. At least he's not wearing a coconut bra. I Tom's guess. got the uh, the dad dad vibe down. He, uh, he likes his shorts above his knees. He's got the fanny pack. Got some dad right now he is wearing a sexy pair of house slippers. Yeah. <laughs> We're in my basement, my home office slash man cave. This is what I sport when I'm down here. When I uh, Your Walmart sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a tight ass. Yeah. 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 I like to get I like to see how far my money can go. Brandon, on the other hand, likes to live like there's no tomorrow. Right now he's sporting a, a nice, fashionable macho man, Randy Savage <laughs> comic book character style t shirt. Oh yeah, I snap into a podcast. I can see the audio level spike on the PC. So <laughs> Brandon put off everything he added to that, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, so real quick, just a little bit about each of us. Uh, we already mentioned Beef is in Hawaii. Beef, you've been married now for, what, about a year and a half? Yep, about that. 
And what do you do for a living? I mow grass for a living. Oh, don't undersell yourself, Beef. You don't just mow grass for a living. You have a bachelor's degree in turf Turfology. Science right. Turfology. Yeah, which is that Latin is for true. <laughs> I manage people who mow grass, right? Yeah, and sometimes I end up mowing the grass myself. But yeah, <laughs> and you end up working on irrigation mean, systems a lot, right? Yeah, whatever it takes to make the property look nice. So, And Tom is a uh, salesman right now for a IT company who went to college to be a, uh, what, a history teacher or an English teacher? An English teacher. I'm glad you know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> Just talked about how we've been friends forever. <laughs> That's okay, though. Yeah, it didn't, English teacher. It didn't last all that long. But No, I did that for a couple of years. I did some other things, so I'm sure we'll get Wrote into Wrote for the newspaper. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get into that more later down the road. But, um, yeah, I've made several career hops, just like my buddy Brandon here, who uh, has tried some different things. Brandon, you are a longtime server at a fancy seafood restaurant, correct? Uh, yeah, fancy-ish. Uh, fancy-ish. I would say casual dining. Fancy uh, for our area. Yeah, fancy for our area for sure. Uh, Ten years doing that, so tried my uh, hand at a factory for two years and decided that was not for me. Um, tried to follow my dad's footsteps, and they were not the right ones for me. Nope, that's okay, though. Uh, Brandon's on a path to... Uh, live life to the fullest and we can talk more about that we will talk more about that later in the show that's going to be part of the show is that we each have a segment that we're going to do uh so we'll get into that a little bit in a minute but brandon is not married he's the only one of the group who's not married but he is in a long-term relationship brandon is it three years you've been with your girlfriend uh i think this year's four. Oh, four years uh let's see july july 5th i want to say would have been yeah the fourth of the july we had a big party, and then she was out of town. So, yeah, July 5th was the first time we really hung out. We went on a bad date before that, and uh, somehow here we are four years later. So You went on a bad date with each other before that? No, we, yeah, we went on a horrible date where neither one of us really cared to see each other again. And I don't really know what happened, but we did. You just, you worked your magic somehow. We, we did not hit it off on the first date. And that uh, Brandon charm. We uh, were walking outside, and... Uh, she being nice said, next time I'll buy. And I was like, yeah, we probably won't be a next time. But. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> yeah, now we're pretty much married by common law. Four years later, still together. So so that's a little bit about each of us. We are each going to have our own segment at the start of the show before we talk about our main topic. And uh, to kind of explain more a bit about that, we'll get started. The first segment for the show is going to be Brandon. So we'll go ahead and get started with him. In a world where most men struggle with mediocrity. One man is on a journey to find greatness to be the best version of himself. That man is me, Brandon. All right, so a little context for Brandon on his journey to make himself better. For the last few years, he's been working swing shifts in a factory, and then on his days off, he was working in a restaurant. So... Uh, he didn't have any time for himself, and all the extra money he was making was going to paying off debt. But Here's the scoop. So I decided that that was not the life to live. I was not going to spend the next 35 years doing that, so I decided to make some changes. I became a diabetic in that two years' time. So I am uh, on a weight loss journey trying to lose some weight. I'm also investing in the stock market just overall trying to change my life for the better. So tune in every week to see where I'm at. I'll tell you where I'm at on the stock market and where I'm at with my weight. All right, and we've already got an update. All right, so 
Last week we thought we were doing our first show. <laughs> Turns out we uh, maybe redid it, and this is going to be the first show. So I weighed in for the first time last week at 350.8 pounds and weighed in today at 334.8 pounds. A little over 15 pounds in a week, right? Thomas was there to verify it. Yeah, I saw it. I know my, that sounds like a pretty big number. I saw it with my own two eyeballs. Beef, I, I think that's a little bit higher than what doctors recommend <laughs> the healthy amount to lose in one week is, isn't it? I think he's on a very rapid pace right now. <laughs> 15 pounds in one week is approximately seven times what I've heard is the standard well, two that, pounds per uh, week. That two pounds per week, that only works if you like have 20 pounds to lose. If you have the kind of weight that I have to lose and you lose it two pounds in a week, it takes forever. Yeah, Brandon doesn't do anything slow. He doesn't do anything halfway. So that, that's what his updates are going to be about every week. He's going to update us on how his weight loss journey is going and uh, how he's trying to invest in the stock market. He's trying to You're trying to have more money so that you can do things you enjoy, basically, right? Yeah, I'm trying to hit a home run and get rich. Um. <laughs> he's not trying to put a little nest egg back for 30 years down the road. He wants money. He wants a lot of I'm it right now. I'm investing in volatile stuff, hoping that I can uh, be early to the party and uh, – I don't know if you've been paying attention to the market at all, but uh, Dogecoin was the big thing for a minute. So uh, let's uh, put some money into Shibu Inu. I think that's going to be the next thing that takes off. And let's that's, hope that's right. crypto, right? Yeah, it's crypto. I own in the tens of millions of shares. So <laughs> not in the tens of millions of dollars, at least not yet. So every week, if nothing else, you'll be able to find out if Brandon lost weight and if his portfolio is up or down. <laughs> It's definitely down at the moment, but <laughs> we're hoping for a strong bounce next week. Yeah. All right. So that's Brandon and his journey to make himself better. All right. That's enough about me. We're going to move to our next segment with Beef. And Beef's going to tell a story. Why? Well, because Beef had something that pissed him off this week. And when Beef gets pissed off, he tells a good freaking story. So let's hear it, Beef. And now, that's horse crap with Beef. All right, so this week, Beef, you had to make a trip down there in Hawaii to the DMV, right? Yeah, so I had to make a trip to the DMV. I had, first of all, I had to make a dang appointment two months in advance. You know, Two months? Two freaking months in advance, man. So just because they didn't update my safety check on the work truck into their computer system. Do you have to have a safety check on every vehicle down there in Hawaii? Every dang vehicle, you know, that's... <laughs> That's some horse crap right there. That is some I horse mean. crap. Don't they know that if your vehicle's not safe, you'll crash and die, and then it's your responsibility? <laughs> what, what do they, they care? know that any vehicle piloted by beef is unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> they must be scared to take liability. Somebody's going to sue them over, you know. But anyways, um, you know, I walk into the DMV. You know, she asked for my paperwork, and, you know, she's like, oh, I need an original a notary of this paperwork. Yeah, because uh, what you give is never good enough. Exactly. So I didn't have that, and you know, you know they said, "Well, I can't, I can't renew the registration for you." I, I told her that's horse crap, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, "Can you at least update the safety check?" You know, so I can go to the grocery store and get this thing printed off. So she did that for me. Went to the grocery store, got it printed off. You know, all is well after that. But you know, that really caused me some anger and. I, I definitely thought that was horse crap. So, so you, what you guys think of it? They could have printed something off for you right there while you were there in the office, but they made <laughs> you go somewhere else. Oh yeah, and log in yeah, online and I print mean, it off there, right? To the grocery store. <laughs> the you grocery guys have like store. internet sections in the grocery store. <laughs> they got DMV kiosk in the grocery store. You can go in there, type in your plate number, and 
Find your credit card, and there you go. So you were there at the DMV, and they told you to go to the DMV kiosk at the grocery store. <laughs> exactly. They they couldn't handle the beef. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it sounds like Hawaii has one very efficient government down there running things. And it, so, Brandon, registration for a vehicle for a year, on average, is about what? It's like a hundred bucks, right? Uh, depends on how new your vehicle is and what it is. Okay, but roughly, I, I think for my Camaro, it's around five hundred. Oh, well, this wow. old Tom the tight ass over here has never owned a vehicle that's less than fifteen years old. So I think I've only had to pay like a hundred bucks a year. Yeah, the the very first year I bought it, I paid the first three months was like three hundred dollars, and then I had to pay. I paid like almost seven hundred bucks that year for that car. And how much was your truck beat the registration in Hawaii? I was seven hundred bucks. Oh. So that's probably honestly about because it's probably a new truck, right, Beef? Oh, this one was a 2013. What kind of truck that's is eight, it? Eight years old, uh, Chevy 3500. Okay, so it was a, probably a pretty expensive truck, brand new, utility yeah, bed and all right. that. Yeah, dump bed. Yeah, but don't, it's okay though because for that registration money, I'm sure you get pristine driving conditions, right? Oh yeah, the roads, I mean, are mountain freaking scenery, just, you know, full full of potholes, but nice scenery, but full of potholes still. So. Is it worse than Park County? Some roads are, definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, Beef, I'm glad you survived your trip to the DMV this week, and I'm glad you could tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what uh, story next week everybody can look forward to. Yeah. I, I guess if we ever gain a following here, we'll, we'll never get sponsored by the Hawaiian <laughs> DMV <laughs> Bureau or whatever it is. But uh, uh, good story, Beef. I'm, hey, I'm glad you could get that out of your system. Do you feel better now? Yeah, I the- feel a ton better. Yeah. So we got what one segment left? Yeah, now who could that be? It'd have to be you, Tomcat. Oh, it's time for a story. If only I had some classy music to play. Well, we know what that means, Beef. Oh, here we go again. It means Tom is gonna try to pretend like he's smart. Got me one of them their education degrees. Yeah, as Brandon so fondly remembers, I have a degree in English teaching, <laughs> not teaching history. And so this is when I like to pretend that I'm still in the front of the classroom uh, talking to a group of, you know, youths who are just hanging on my every word. Me and people pretend to be those youths and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, that might trigger me a little bit, but uh, let's go ahead and get started. So I'm the only member of this group that's read more than five books in my life. <laughs> and one of those more recent books that I read was Best State ever by Dave Barry, who is one of my favorite writers, widely considered one of the funniest writers alive. You guys know what this is about, right? What I've never even heard of the guy. Yeah, well, that shocks me since you're <laughs> in a book of the month club. Brandon's probably <laughs> Brandon's cracked a book open I once or twice in his life. I don't know a whole life. lot of authors. So. Yeah, so Dave Barry uh, was a longtime columnist. Uh, he still writes books. Uh, this one, what do you think the best state ever is? It's not Hawaii. It's not Indiana. It's not Indiana? No. Are you sure? I'm sure. Because it's pretty awesome here. Although uh, a person from Indiana is mentioned in this book. He's writing about Florida. So you guys know how every time there's a funky news story or a really odd headline, it always has to do with Florida it's man. always in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Florida man does this. Florida man does that. So Dave Barry wanted to write a book defending Florida. He's not from Florida. I think he's from the New York, Pennsylvania area. But he's lived in Florida now for 30 or 40 years. And he says, in Florida's defense, every time you see a uh, a headline that says Florida man does something crazy, it's not usually somebody who's from Florida. He says Florida just kind of 
acts like a trap for America's stupid people. They He says they traveled down to Florida and they can't figure out how to leave, so they stay down there. And one of the crazy headlines he mentioned was a woman shaving her uh, private parts while driving down the interstate. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, that uh, would probably be a lot easier. It's dangerous. <laughs> Is that dangerous? <laughs> probably probably not recommended, right? Uh, and if, if I remember a manual transmission, <laughs> if I remember correctly, uh, the officer asked her, you know, why were you doing this? And she said she was running late and she wanted to look nice for her boyfriend. <laughs> Is that running late for what? Uh? But do you want to guess who was in the car with her while she was going to see her, her new boyfriend was her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I was going to say her father. <laughs> no, her ex-boyfriend was in the car. Oh, that would have been Kentucky. Yeah. Her ex-boyfriend was in the car while she was driving down the road, shaving her private parts. <laughs> And she was in the driver's seat. Or no-no square, if you will. But I mentioned that because you want to guess where that woman was from? Terre Haute. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> it was a Hoosier, an Indiana woman. So like Dave Barry says, people come down to Florida. And the example he used in an, in an interview was, so for say, for instance, someone lives in Kentucky and they say, I feel like going to Walmart and pleasuring myself into a stuffed animal. They don't do that in Kentucky. They drive down to Florida and then they do that thing. And then they end up in the news. <laughs> So that's just a taste of, of what the book is about. I've always thought Dave Barry was hilarious, and there were some serious parts to the book, but overall it was I thought it was a really interesting, entertaining read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they ever going to make a movie of this thing? No, but that's that's what this is for. It's for me to, to educate you guys, just make you a little bit more sophisticated. Okay, well, that's probably enough sophistication for one day. So you're saying you're ready to move on? I'm saying I'm ready to move okay. on. Okay. Cue All the right. outro music. All right, our main topic this week is fashion. Fashion. We're going to talk about how a man who is somewhere around the age of 30 years old should be dressing. Yeah, we're all three in our 30s, but we're not all the same, are we? We each kind of have our own style. Dress differently. <laughs> yeah. I dress like your typical dad most of the time, either basketball shorts or what do the kids call those dock shorts? You call them above the knee shorts? Yeah. Typical dad outfit. Beef, you just kind of got your own thing going down there in Hawaii, don't you? Last time I saw a picture of you, you were wearing a lot of gold accessories on top of your Aloha shirt and your baseball cap. You were looking pretty good, I got to say. Yeah, I'm wearing the flip-flops every day. Can't tell you the last time I wore tennis shoes. Looking like an Do you mow grass in flip-flops? I do not. I got to wear boots for company policy. Still toe or composite? Uh, Still toe. That's everything you never wanted to know about Beef at his uh, work attire. So, Beef, during the day, at your day job, you wear, like, a, a polo blue jeans boots when you're mowing, right? When you're when you're doing your thing. But in your off time, mm-hmm. it couldn't be more different. You couldn't, you couldn't be more relaxed and ready to go. So, uh, all of us, we each have kind of our own style. We've, these are things that we've kind of fleshed out and tweaked over the years. All right, so I know Tom has a, a solid opinion on this. Let's start with the hat. Work our way down to the body to the feet eventually. I know we kind of started off with these feet there, but uh, Tom, when you wear a hat, bend the freaking bill. You don't like flat bills. I do not like flat bills. What? I I say that with respect to people who wear their bills unbent. Um, is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> I say that with respect to people who uh, don't bend the bills on their hats. Some of my friends don't, and I don't think anything less of them. I don't judge people based on whether or not they bend the bills of their hats. It's just... You think less of me, Tom? Well, that's not possible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, Tom, um, you think the hat serves more of a purpose rather than a fashion statement, though, right? 
Yeah, and I think if you don't bend the bill on your hat, you're you're losing the main function of the hat, which is to block out the sun. How does it matter how your bill's bent, whether or not? Because if you bend the bill on your hat, it blocks the sun out from the sides. Like, this is why the you hat just was pull invented. the hat down a little farther. You guys are acting like I'm it's crazy. Still block the sun. <laughs> this is why the hat was invented. So that's how I feel about flat bills. I'm not a big fan, but you know, I feel like an old man yelling at the clouds at this point. Everybody's doing it. Uh, when I was a sports writer, it really bothered me when all these kids were were dressing this way, and then I would see coaches in their 40s with the flat bills, and I'd be like, what are you doing? But anyway, I could go on for hours about this, but that probably wouldn't be very much fun for anybody else. Brandon, you don't bend the bill on your hat, but you do something else kind of different, don't you? Yeah, I bend mine upwards, actually. <laughs> I started doing it when I rode my motorcycle all the time. I actually bent one. I had like a wing on it to help it stay on my head with aerodynamics. A wing? Yeah. Uh, would like bend the tip up, and then I'd bend it again. and <laughs> like, like a paper create, airplane. <laughs> kind of. We create drag to stay on my head. And then I just started bending them upwards, and uh, it's kind of my own thing. Nobody else does it, so. Well, other people do it, but. Well, other people do it. Not a lot not, of people. Not really here. My girlfriend calls it my uh, Rosedale uniform, but I don't. She's, she's lost on that. She means that as an insult, because Rosedale is what some people might consider a small town, but. But it's God's country. And it has a Dollar General, which, in my mind, puts it in the category of bustling metropolis. Absolutely. We have, what, a tavern, a gas station, a Dollar General. Post office, yeah. Post Still office, got a post school. office. Yeah. Yeah. No stoplights, but that's no okay. No stoplights. That just means there's not much traffic. There's a flashing four-way. Hey, we're, we're getting off topic here, yeah, Brandon. Let's let's rein this back in. Uh, Beef, how do you feel about hats? Uh, I mean, I, I bend mine a little bit, um, but not to the extent that Tom bends his bill. And I should mention um, that but yeah. when it comes to hats, I have to special order mine off of Amazon because I have an unusually large head. <laughs> he has one size. It's FG. Freaking huge. Yeah, so all of my Don't you got- all of my criticisms about hats are just probably related or rooted in a deep insecurity <laughs> about the fact that I have a freak head. <laughs> it kind of runs in your family, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I, I can't just go to the store and buy a hat off the rack. I have to go to the... There were uh, four Hardesty boys, and they had one helmet that they had to share during high school football because we couldn't afford them to each have one that big. Yeah. So and the thing is, I'm not a very big guy. Uh, I'm slightly under average height, and so my head is not really proportional to my body. But anyway, let's maybe I'll have my own show on TLC one day. But that's another <laughs> that's another story for another day. So we pretty much got hats wrapped up. Well, let's talk about shirts. You know what? I've recently really beef. I think you'll appreciate this. I have grown to appreciate the Aloha shirt. Or basically the Hawaiian button-up shirt in a huge way. I think the the patterns on them can bring out the side of my personality that's a uh, bold and zany. <laughs> Those are two words nobody ever uses to describe me. <laughs> but uh, they're so comfortable. They breathe so well. You can unbutton the top button and you still look okay. And uh, beef, you, you know what I'm saying. Hawaiian right? sh- not to cut beef off here, but Hawaiian shirts are kind of an old man thing, right? I mean... Like I, f- I feel like I see a lot of like our dads, oh like yeah, wearing them. So it's like grandpa age stuff now. Well, there's Hawaiian shirts and there's bowling shirts. <laughs> I think there's kind of a difference, but they look pretty similar. The bowling shirts uh, were big in the '90s and early 2000s, and the Hawaiian shirts are coming like back Guy now. Guy Fieri style. Yes, that's that's a good example. Uh, but the uh, the Hawaiian shirts are coming back in style now. I know because I saw them at the Walmart, and the last time my wife and I had a date night, she needed to get some things at That's Walmart. That's how you know something is <laughs> <laughs> at the Walmart. And uh, 
we stopped in there and I saw one of these shirts and I, I got it and I liked it so much that when she stopped in to go to the restroom, I jumped into the restroom real quick and changed it out because I couldn't wait to wear this new shirt that I got. <laughs> Beef, you understand my passion for the Hawaiian style shirt, right? Oh yeah. We call it an Aloha shirt, but uh, same thing. It's definitely coming back in style all over the, the U S it, it can be worn, you know, as casual business casual any situation yeah you can wear it anywhere so i do wear mine to church Uh, a job interview i don't know about that maybe if you're interviewing for a job what about sleeveless shirts tom how you feel about them you know how i feel about sleeveless shirts oh do i (laughs) guns out guns out yeah yeah so a couple well one thing that always kind of cracks me up it's uh you see those middle-aged dudes which i say this as a guy who's getting close to middle age (laughs) um and they're wearing these sleeveless shirts and you can tell that they feel really good about their arms uh and they work out they just do arm curls i think for two hours every day gym and they got a wicked pump yeah and they're feeling it they want to show it off but they always have these huge beer guts (laughs) i think in their mind when they look in the mirror they just see their huge arms and they see like a six-pack kind of superimposed on themselves what got that way from the six-pack yeah, <laughs> it was a six-pack. Yeah, it got that way from the six-pack. But anyway, I, that just kind of cracks me up. But should guys wear sleeveless shirts in public? And if so, I think they should do it. everyone just the courtesy of cutting it relatively close to um, their shoulder and their armpits. Oh, my God, Tom has a thing about armpit hair. It's not the armpit hair that bothers me. I don't want to see. What about the deodorant dingleberries? <laughs> There's that. There's a there's a video of R. Kelly singing I Believe I Can Fly, I think, and he's got, like, huge deodorant chunks in his arm. <laughs> uh, R. Kelly, he's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, we won't get into that. But anyway, um, I don't want to see that Should much body here on a guy. pee on people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be a topic we debate one week. Beef, do you understand my gripe, though? I don't I don't like to see a bunch of chest hair and nipples on men. Like, come on. Have a... I, I get it, yeah. Not not out in public. If you're at home or you're doing work or whatever, that's fine. But no, don't don't go out to a nice restaurant in a sleeveless shirt. Walmart may be acceptable, but other than that, yeah, Walmart kind of has its own category. But <laughs> I will say, I go to Walmart looking my worst sometimes, especially <laughs> if I'm outside mowing grass or just been to the gym or whatever. Especially in the town that I live in, it's not. Dress code not enforced. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of seen as pants optional. So, uh, anyway, is there anything else you guys wanted to add about shirts? Are you are you ever too old to wear basketball shorts? Do you ever see a guy in his 60s wearing basketball shorts? I feel like I don't see it very often. If so, they're those, like, the, like, nylon knit ones that have the holes that are from, like, 1970. Yeah. That are way above the knee. Like my boy Larry Bird's wearing over there in a statue. Yeah, but Larry Bird warm well. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the champion shorts are making a comeback. Man, isn't that crazy? That kind of a comeback, they, they've they made a come. I mean, they were <laughs> they're not coming back from anything. They they sold those at Kmart when we were kids for like $5, and nobody that thought they were cool was going to be caught dead wearing champions. Yeah, now no. these kids are paying 80 bucks for this crap. Yeah, it's funny how things can go in and out of style, isn't it? Me and my girlfriend were at the uh, the big mall in Indy, and she was like, want to go in the champion store? And I was like, I wasn't wearing that <laughs> back in the day, and I ain't wearing it now. Brandon, you're going to stay true to yourself, although I wish part of you wishes you'd gone back in time and invested in champion stock, huh? Yeah, yeah. That would have <laughs> been a good one to hit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I actually haven't seen what champion stock is doing. but Beef, 
it might just be in a stickler here. Is it okay to wear basketball shorts no matter how old you are if you're a man? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't wear basketball shorts unless I'm doing some type of athletic activity. So, um, and yeah, I think there is a time where you're too old. Um, you know, you shouldn't be wearing basketball shorts out at the shopping mall or, you know, to dinner or things like that. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think maybe there's a time when you should just stop. I mean, I'm wearing basketball shorts right now. <laughs> I don't think there's an age limit. But you're at home, but so I think a home is fine. The studio, I think going to the gym is fine. I think probably going to. Walmart How about this? I went to the auto parts store in basketball shorts. That's probably okay. That's probably okay. But there's a point in time where you're like, running a little air. Yeah. No, my wife and I don't get to go on dates very often, and I never wear basketball shorts on a date. And you just get to a point where you realize, like, you don't care. You kind of look like a schmuck or a jackass, right? Well, that's one thing that, like, like we said earlier, I've worked in a restaurant for ten years. The restaurant that I work in, I wouldn't call it an upscale place, but it's a nice restaurant for where we're at. And I remember when I was a kid, people would like show like we went in our Sunday best when we went there. And now <laughs> Yeah. Sweatpants, crocs, like and it's not everybody, but it's a lot of people. <laughs> there there are a lot of people that think they belong somewhere. Times have changed. Times have changed and everybody's all about I can do what I want, like, all the time now, but like I feel like there's still there should there's still somewhat of like a dress code for certain things like even if you're like like even if you're like progressive about how you think it like there's still like being presentable there should be standards set yeah there should be yeah it it drives me crazy to see people walking through stores like they're like they just rolled out of bed and they're walking through their living room and I'm gonna probably catch flack for saying this. A lot of women don't even care about their appearance evidently anymore. You see them walking around stores, and uh, they haven't done their hair at all, and they're wearing like um, a t-shirt and pajama pants and stuff like that. And it, it's just to me, it's kind of interesting. The guys, guys have always been kind of slobs, right? But it seems like girls used to. I think it was a thing back in the day, though, too. Like my my mom told me that. She remembers, like, when she was a kid that, like, you would go to the store and all the women would, like, have their hair in their curlers. Because oh, really? Because like, getting ready to go out to dinner or go to church or something. So, like, it was, like, normal for them to go with their hair, like, literally rolled up with their curlers in because they were, like, getting ready for the night. So, I think it's maybe... But eventually they would look nice. Yeah, eventually they look nice. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I don't know. I'm always I'm always kind of the old man yelling at the clouds again. That's That's usually the stance I take. So... The, le- the only thing I really want to say about shoes is, well, I'll just say guys can look kind of goofy if they wear sneakers, if they wear, like, really flashy sneakers as they get older. But Brandon has are his you, own take on shoes. Are you trying to offend me? No. but are the you shoes, taking personal shots? <laughs> the shoes Brandon wears, I wouldn't consider flashy sneakers. Although I know you recently bought a nice pair of Jordans, right? Oh, no. They were uh, Nike Auto Maxes. The shoes that tie themselves? Yeah, they... Maybe over five hundred dollars. Back to the future <laughs> shoes. You maybe put your foot in them and tap your toe twice, and they tie themselves. <laughs> I think I saw that on an episode of the Jetsons once. <laughs> I uh, I somewhat bought them as an investment. I thought that they would maybe were worth something in a few years. Um, I also bought them because they were freaking cool. And, who and they are pretty cool. Tie themselves. <laughs> they are pretty cool. I, I do feel like flashy shoes, though. Um, I feel like I'm in a room with Elon Musk when Brandon shows me these shoes. <laughs> I like flashy shoes. I like flashy sunglasses. Um, oh, that's an interesting point. Beef, what's the most you've ever paid for a pair of sunglasses? Most I've ever pair, paid, I think, is about 100 bucks. That's for a pair of... Uh, expecting. Yeah, yeah, me too. 
Thomas polarized sunglasses. But Beef is not. He's not, not a, such the money spender either. He's not always a big spender, does he? Uh, Brandon, let's see. How, how, what's the most you've ever paid for a pair of sunglasses? Uh, quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's put a dollar. I don't remember that. exactly the price, and I don't want to miss pull, but over three hundred dollars. Over three hundred dollars on several times. Had some Lance Armstrong Oakleys. Most of them have been Oakleys that have been really expensive. Those are probably pre. But it's like freaking bus, seeing right? the world through high definition, man. I put them <laughs> things on, everything looks better. If I go fishing for like all day long and like the sun comes up and I throw them bad boys on and I've been on the water all day, load my kayak up, take my sunglasses off, and oh man, like things just don't look as crisp. <laughs> I see that and all I see is my face. You see that in your $10 Walmart <laughs> sunglasses? Do you ever take them off and then like, man, I wish the world really looked like that. I feel like my $10 Walmart sunglasses are constantly getting smudged. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's the, the quality of the lenses or if it's just the fact that I'm always sweating and getting sunscreen on them or something like that. So we were supposed to be talking about shoes here. Um, what, what, what do you think is appropriate shoe for a male our age? Uh, evidently, I don't have good taste in shoes. My wife said the last pair of sandals I bought were really nerdy. <laughs> well, there you go. You said sandals. I don't, I don't have good taste. Um, I, I just think that. When I say, like, flashy sneakers, like, there's a point where you see a guy in his 30s and he's wearing big, flashy sneakers. And he just looks goofy, I think, right? Am I the only one who feels this way? Or has the rest of the world moved on? I wear big, flashy sneakers, so. Well, yeah, but you've also got a whole ensemble that just somehow works. <laughs> so a little bit flashy. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of suits you. You pull it off somehow. My, my favorite shoes right now are Hey Dudes. If, if you haven't tried Hey Dudes, try them. They're the most comfortable thing that you will ever put on your feet. They're a little flashy. But uh, maybe like, one day we can get Hey Dudes to be a sponsor of the show. That would be pretty cool. I uh, I do own like several pair. Shout out to Hey Dudes. I'm I'm fine with the flashy sneakers as long as they're clean. No. Yeah. I don't have a problem with them. That that's that's always like horrible when you see somebody that's got like you know they were like at one time like super nice sneakers. They paid like three hundred bucks for them. Probably some nice Jays. And they look like they've been mowing grass in them, but they can't afford new ones, so they're still rocking them. And they're rocking them with nice clothes, and they just can't throw them away, and they're they're out of their prime. I have a, a pair of shoes dedicated mostly to yard work and mowing the grass. And when I was growing up, some of my friends who were girls would really groan about their dads having grass mowing shoes, and they said they hated them because <laughs> they were so ratty and nasty. But now that I'm uh, now that I'm mowing my own yard regularly. I see the appeal. I see why people want it. And so I just, I guess that's another way that. Yeah, you're not going to clean your freaking grass mower shoes. No, no. I'm not. No. And you don't want to get all your other shoes nasty, so it just makes sense. That's why you'd be a man and wear boots when you mow your grass. Like beef. That's right. Hey, uh, I know we want to talk about dad versus dude and how I recently sported a fanny pack, unironically, in an amusement park, but. Uh, that talk about sponsorships reminded me, Brandon. Uh, don't we have a fake celebrity endorsement? I think so. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that, and then we'll get on to the we last part a, of the show. Hold on, let's ring the phone. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> let's see who that is. This is Dr. Anthony Fauci. When I'm not appearing on six news programs simultaneously, I'm listening to the Brandon Beef and Tom Show. Now, as a medical doctor, I can't legally guarantee that it will make you more intelligent. 
However, I can say with total confidence that by comparing yourself to these hosts, you will feel smarter by comparison. So take it from me, a doctor who appears regularly on television, listen to the Brandon Beef and Tom show as much as you can, possibly every time you wash your hands. Thank you and God bless. All right, well, thank you, Dr. Fauci. Sounded like you might have had a cold there. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, it sounded like he might have been giving or getting a colonoscopy while he was giving that <laughs> that endorsement. But, hey, we appreciate that. We're open to other celebrity endorsements for all of you big shots out there listening. So, so the main question is, at 30 years old, is it still okay to dress like a dude or do you got to dress like a dad? And I, I think I probably definitely dress more like a dude and Tom dresses more like a dad. That's right, and uh, if you see the picture that we associate with this episode, I say associate, I don't know what the cool word is, <laughs> uh, I'm sporting a fanny pack and Brandon is not, uh, and I'm standing in front of my minivan while he's standing in front of a sports car, but I took a trip down to Holiday World in beautiful Santa Claus, Indiana, just a couple days ago, and I was wearing a fanny pack. Why? Because I have kids and there's so much crap to carry that it was nice to actually have a fanny pack on top of a backpack. On. No, it was not a it was not a purse, it was an actual fanny pack. <laughs> The very same one as uh, seen in the picture there. Uh, and you know what? There were a lot of fanny packs at oh, that amusement park. <laughs> you think I'm lying. I'm not. The only like person that can pull off a fanny pack and look cool is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and on him it probably looks like a belt buckle because he's so freaking huge. <laughs> but there were a lot of men and women wearing fanny packs down there. And I asked my wife about it. She's like, well, it's just practical. So <laughs> that, that helps think, explain uh, why, why she's willing to be with me. Any packs, they're, they're kind of back in with the younger crowd also. So I work with a lot of people that are younger than me that are around like 17 to 23 years old. And I don't know when it happened, but we no longer fit into like the young crowd. Like, no. <laughs> We're no longer cool. We don't wear the cool things anymore, and our trends are now old. Well, they're officially dead. I don't know when it happened. But they're officially dead, right? Yeah. I bring things up at work, and people are like, oh, what's this guy talking about? Yeah, it makes you feel like was 10 years before you were alive. Totally out of touch. But I think overall the consensus is that um, we don't really dress like old men yet because we're we're in our early 30s, so we don't have to dress up like um, boomers or – people you might see uh, walking at the mall <laughs> when it first opens. And we don't try to keep up with the young kids anymore and, and do whatever, because it doesn't, we don't so know what, what do the hell think, they're Tom? doing. At 30 years old, you have to dress a certain way. I don't think you have to dress a certain way, but I guess here's my main point. You just have to accept your age. That doesn't mean you have to wear a polo and uh, dress pants every day. It just means, you know, if you dress like you're in high school, it might give people the wrong impression. And, it might make me think that you're not totally comfortable with where you're at in life and that you're in denial. <laughs> what do you think, Beef? I think we're kind of in that in-between age range right now. But, you know, maybe once we hit 40, you know, we'll be getting into the uh, older man dress code. Are you saying we've got a little wiggle room, Beef? We got a few more years left, I think, you know, till. I think I should uh, somewhere kind of in between. I I like to be kind of flashy with it, but I wear a lot of uh, golf clothes, so a lot of nice shorts, a lot of nice shirts. They just happen to be colorful and flashy. Um, 
Brandon looks like he could go fly fishing at any moment. <laughs> yeah, I have some fishing shirts too. But uh, I think, man, dress how you want to dress. Uh, I recently rocked a mohawk. I think you just have to be comfortable in yourself. And if you're 30 years old and you want to wear something kind of crazy, you just got to be man enough to have people look at you funny or or whatever. Yeah, and just keep in mind, people don't want to see your nipples. Yeah. <laughs> no matter where you are, even if you're at Walmart. Or deodorant dingleberries. All right, so I think our main takeaway is that while you've got guys like me who dress like the typical dad, uh, it's okay to have variety with guys like Beef and Brandon who, who have developed and evolved their own style and doing their own thing. Yeah, I think within reason, man, do you. So I think we should probably call it there, guys. I, I think that's a pretty good first episode. Don't want to get boring. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the next one. Ugh!